Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. John Breach, NFL writer for CBS Sports. Let's talk a little football here. John, uh, it's Christmas morning. John, oh, what a great day. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I started off my day with some Patrick Mahomes cereal. That's how I start every Thursday opener. And I'm ready to roll, Bart. Let's go. All right. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they are Super Bowl favorites. He's an MP favorite. I've covered, uh, I'm in Milwaukee. I've covered the Packers for a long time. I feel like for years, I would ask people, such as yourself, NFL writers, I would say, yeah, what do you think of the Packers this year? What do you think of their chances? And they'd say, well, they lost this guy. This guy's hurt. I don't know about the coaching, but as long as you have Aaron Rodgers, you, you know, you're going to be fine. And I feel like the Chiefs, are dangerously getting into that territory. Kelsey might not play tonight. Chris Jones is holding out. You know, their their skill position players are like, they're trying to test the limits of just who they can get the production out of. I, I know they've been to the AFC Championship and hosted it the last five years, but I think they're putting a little too much pressure on Patrick Mahomes this season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just said uh, you were covering the Packers, watching the Packers closely. That's kind of funny because who's going to be the Chiefs' number one receiver tonight? Marquez Valdez-Scantling? I mean, that's the kind of situation you're looking at if Travis Kelsey isn't playing. Obviously, we know he's a game-time decision right now. And the funny thing is, I feel like a lot of the conversations we had about the Chiefs maybe falling off happened last year when we saw the Broncos trade for Russell Wilson and the Chargers got so much better. And we were all saying, this is the year the Chiefs finally don't win the division. We need to rehash all that and have that conversation this year because it really does feel like this is when it all might happen. I mean, look, they rebounded fine with the loss of Tyreek Hill because Patrick Mahomes still at Travis Kelsey. That's his guy. That's the security blanket. They are mind melting. He always knows where Kelsey is on the field. And so the offense will work as long as Travis Kelsey is out there. But if you take him out of the equation just for tonight, and if he's hobbled for the next week or two, that's trouble for this offense. And then as you said, look, Chris Jones is what makes that defense go. And obviously he's not going to be out there tonight. We don't know when he's going to be out there at all. The Nick Bosa contract probably didn't help things a lot, but you know, the two sides are obviously stuck in the ground at an impasse if they couldn't get a deal done before tonight's game. So uh, I do think this is a year where the Chiefs could be in trouble, but trouble for the Chiefs could be like 11-6. and six. This isn't like trouble for another yeah. team that's probably going to go 6-11. and 11. That just means maybe they end up as a wild-card team. Uh, but I still think, like you said, Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback. They're still the favorite in the AFC, uh, you know, until someone says otherwise. And that's the thing. That was how it was with Rodgers. They may be a few guys short, but they can still – just on the quarterback alone gets you to a place where, you know, a lot of other franchises would be 
dreaming of, a franchise like, as we talked to John Breach, CBS Sports, NFL writer, uh, like the Lions, who, again, if you went in a coma in the late 60s and you woke up today, you missed one playoff win from this team. And now there's some expectation. Uh, you know, the NFC North is available for them. And I think where this where this game first got announced, it was like, all right, I mean, that's that's nice. You know, we kind of like the Lions, but you're going in the Arrowhead opening night. If the Lions, as that spread shrinks and the questions about Kelsey and obviously Chris Jones will be out, um, if the Lions can go in tonight and get a win, I think in a wide open NFC where it's all like Eagles and then who else, I think the Lions can really make a statement tonight and shift the narrative. If the Lions win tonight, I, I think you might have to really look out for their chances this year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, the Lions have been a media darling, a fan darling. Everyone has been talking about the Lions this offseason. But, you know, if they go out and fall flat on their face and lose 40-10 to 10 to a Chiefs team that doesn't have Travis Kelsey, then we're back at square one with the Lions being the worst team of all time and can't live up to hype, and they just collapse. But like you just said, if they go out there and win after this offseason of all this hype and they beat the defending Super Bowl champs, on the road, then that really feels like it legitimizes them. And then you look at their schedule, then they get two home games, and there's no reason they can't end the month at 3-0 and or 4-0. and And then once you get there, anything's possible. So it does feel like – I know Detroit Lions fans have been waiting a long time, 1991 since their last playoff win. But if they win tonight, man, you start feeling a lot better about your chances of that drought ending this year. All right, I have a problem uh, that I don't understand why or what the solution is for it. I don't, I don't, we've made this very clear yesterday. I'm not a, I am not a Dallas Cowboys fan. I am not, but I always root for them to win and I like watching them play. And when you guys did all your predictions for CBS Sports, you've gotten the Super Bowl, the Bengals against the Cowboys. The Cowboys haven't gotten to that NFC Championship game in 30 years. But I always believe, and I do feel, and you might be with me, that this year might be a little different for them. Hey, and you know what? We're almost telling the company line. CBS Sports Radio, I work for CBS Sports, and the Super Bowl's on CBS. Man, 500 million people will watch if the Dallas Cowboys are in the game. But it's, look, this is a team, I don't know how a team that's won 12 wins in each of the past two seasons can be slept on. But it feels like everyone thinks Mike McCarthy's overrated. Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions last year. So they're just kind of shooing him to the side. He's, you know, the new Derek Carr, the new Kirk Cousins. He can play well in the regular season, can't win the big game in the postseason. But, man, what I see with this team is that you now have a legitimate number two receiver. That was a big issue. You have Brandon Cooks. So, look, Dak Prescott, Brandon Cooks. C.D. Lamb. That's a pretty strong one-two punch. And the defense, the defense was already stacked. And you throw in Stephon Gilmore on top of that? I mean, look, this Cowboys team feels really good, and I will be the last person. I did not think when I sat down to make my picks that it was going to end with the Dallas Cowboys and the Super Bowl, and I almost switched it because I hated myself so much for it. I knew that I would get flack on Twitter and emails and everyone, uh, but I couldn't do it. I just like the Cowboys so much this year, and I think they have a legit shot at getting to the Super Bowl. You also wrote a piece where you're, I mean, you went through every game, you got the records for every team, every division, the AFC East, you've got everybody over 500, including the Jets at 11 and six, man, I just like it could, there's no middle ground here. It's either going to end horribly early where Rogers can't get in sync with guys, the offensive line, whatever. I think 
what's going to happen is if anybody watched his preseason game against the Giants and he wasn't in there that much, but what happened was a lot of classic things you've seen from Rodgers the last couple of years. Drives that stalled, missed passes from him, incompletions, not on the same page, sack, and then how's it end? Uh, there was just the one touchdown drive. There was a long pass interference he got, and then a pass to t- uh, Garrett Wilson, I think it was, that only he can throw. So I think you're going to see a lot of that. It's just going to be a matter of do they win those games, do they lose those games, but you seem to be confident in what the Jets can do. Yeah, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, the one thing is, look, we've seen it year after year when he struggles or when he's not happy as he starts to mope on the sideline. And once the moping starts, you just know the game's over. His team's not coming back to win. Uh, and so will there be that moping this year if he gets sacked seven times? Because that is definitely the biggest question mark is the Jets' offensive line. Here's the thing with New York, though, is that I just look at this team last year. They had Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Mike White, those guys, all three of those guys started games at quarterback, and they still went 7-10, and 10, and they still could have been even better. I mean, this is a team that lost a game on a punt return touchdown against the Patriots. You give them that, they're 8-9 and nine, and a couple other one-score games that easily could have gone the other way. I just think their defense is so stacked that if the offense does struggle or takes a week or two uh, to kind of get their chemistry going, that they're going to be okay. So I think even if they start 0-2, because they play the Bills and Cowboys to start the season, there's no reason they can't finish uh, 10-7 and or 11-6. and So I-, I do think that beating the Bills, it's kind of like the Lions-Chiefs that we talked about, that if the Jets win, that's just going to give them a shot of momentum that almost guarantees a playoff berth. But I don't think they're out of it if they start 0-2. All right, one more for you. John Breach here, CBS Sports NFL writer. We like to talk about the teams that we think will be good and surprise, but I'm a sicko, and I also like to to look at the teams that suck. I can't see how anybody's going to be worse than Arizona. You've already got Caleb Williams' dad, like, signaling that he doesn't want his kid to go there. That is a disaster of a situation. I think they got back, like, cornered into having to pay Kyler. They never wanted to give him that money, but you look around the league, it's like, well, it's either this guy or we're screwed. I, I just don't see how the Cardinals win more than four games this year. No, it really feels like, I mean, we look, there's been winless teams in NFL history, obviously the 2008 Lions, 2017 Browns, and the Cardinals feel like they are on that level. I mean, they had a fire sale. They have a first year coach. I don't think has any idea what he's doing. He's playing like division two level mind games by not announcing his starting quarterback. Uh, and so it just feels like they're taking this circus approach. And I don't know. I can't see them winning more than two or three games. And like you said, with Caleb Williams, when you have the top quarterback prospect, his own dad essentially coming out and saying, yeah, if the Cardinals get the number one pick. I don't think we're going to be getting going in the draft because we don't want to play for the Arizona Cardinals. And that's not a horrible stance to take. I mean, if they were to take Caleb Williams or take a quarterback with a top pick in 2024, that's the third time you've used a top 10 pick on a quarterback in six years. That, that signals that you're a horribly run franchise. You shouldn't be using six top 10 or three top 10 picks on a quarterback in a six-year period with Josh Rosen and then Kyler Murray and then now whoever they take in 2024. Uh, so, yeah, they've created quite the disaster. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm, they're obviously aiming to fix things with this being a throwaway season and fix things in 2024. But it's such a disaster. I don't even know if they're going to be able to fix things then. No, we'll see. Hey, it all starts tonight. Lions and the Chiefs. We'll look forward to your coverage throughout the year. John, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy and have a great one. 
Yep, thanks for having me, Bart. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t